that goddamn payroll be talking that shit. These niggas out here, boy, they gonna set your ass up to get killed, robbed, go to the motherfucking prison for some shit that ain't even on. I fuck with payroll, man. I talk a little shit, but I can back it up. I'm in the form watching rear cameras as I'm backing up. Talk a lot of shit, but with an ugly bitch shacking up. Niggas broke, so they switch their image into acting tough. Might catch me at a bar with my crew catching up. You can't go nowhere, cause all your snake shit catching up. If your plug see you, he gon' probably let some bullets rain. If my plug see me, he gon' send over some champagne. Spit your future stash on my last chain. I treat the crew like we share the same last name. I'm in the coop, back to back, off for catching packs. Move crack with my granddaddy. Just some trapping facts. Gang, gang. It's time to set the tone in the city. Yeah. The watch ain't froze if it don't cost at least 50. At least. You always running off, you ain't a dealer, you a stealer. If you dealing, post about it, you a lame ass nigga. Tell him pay, tell him pay. Let me talk to him. Tell him pay, tell him pay. I'ma talk to him. Tell him pay, tell him pay. Let me talk to him. Tell him pay, tell him pay. I'm about to talk to him. These niggas ain't sticking to the code. Let me talk to him. They run around gossiping like hoes. I'ma talk to him. These hoes ain't got no gold. Let me talk to him. All right, all right, all right. Cut that shit out. Cut that shit out, man. It's your boy King Known Uncensored, the most controversial, most piece of shit opinion that you ever fucking seen in the motherfucking world. And I'm on vacation, bitch. But vacation's over. We just witnessed the game of the year, and that's what we gonna call this episode. And then we get to have that experience. We get to have a part two of this shit on Friday. As the Golden State Warriors finally seen the Phoenix, the Phoenix Suns. And man, we definitely got a hell of a game here. However, what some perceive as the lead MVP candidate in Stephen Curry did not show up tonight. The nigga did a DNP and played over 40 minutes. Like this dude shot four of 21, y'all. And even with this win, Golden State's still number one, which is flabbergasting to me. They have the same record. And they just played each other for the first time. But whatever. However, um, Steph only scored 12 points, 4, 21, 3, or 14 from 3. Not good. But however, Golden State P.O.P. held it down. But, and then Jordan Poole came out the gate. Like, you imagine Clay and Jordan Poole coming off those screens and then James Wiseman in the middle. Golden State's going to be crazy with it. I swear to God. Otto Porter, a.k.a. Wilt Chamberlain Jr. Because he look exactly like Wilt Chamberlain. Do a side-by-side of Otto Porter Jr. and Wilt Chamberlain and tell me that those two niggas don't look like twins. Especially pictures of Wilt when he was Otto Porter's current age. Now, Porter had 16 points off the bench for of 8 shooting 6 of 11. Andrew Wiggins. I'm sorry, but I just don't like this dude. Like, sometimes he'll show that he has an aggression, but 
I hate to say it, but Andrew Wiggins plays like a bitch. Like, for him to be a number one overall pick and Steph to be struggling like he was, he needed to step up tonight. He did. There was no way that Wiggins shouldn't have had 20. I'm not even asking him to do 28 because he's incapable of doing that. He's incapable of averaging 25 to 28 points like he should. But I'm not only asking for 20 tonight. And he did not step up at all. He was 4-12. He shot horrible. But let's move on to Phoenix. I mean, man. Cam Johnson, a.k.a. Maxwell, <laughs> had 14 points and shit. DeAndre Ayton. See, Phoenix's strategy was genius. Completely genius, but completely obvious. Now, Golden State could have countered that strategy, but Phoenix used the size of Aiton and McGee to their advantage. I mean, DeAndre Aiton shot 11 of 19, had 24 points. Um, and 11 rebounds, man. JaVale McGee shot 4-4 from the field. Now, Devin Booker only played 15 minutes. He ended up with a hamstring injury. Ain't no telling if he's going to play in, in part due of the duel, but they, you know, Phoenix held it down despite him only contributing 10 points in that 15 minutes. He was about to go cooking. This could have went a lot worse. Chris Paul, 15 points, 11 assists. This is exactly what he needs to do. Chris Paul, at the tender age of what, 36 years old? In his 17th season, is leading this Western Conference phenomenon. What was it? What is the streak at now? 17? 17 game win streak? LeBron's not doing this. Everybody want to talk about, oh my God, 18th year and he's averaging this and then scoring 30 point games and such. But Chris Paul's accomplishments go under the radar for some reason. Despite the media having a love affair for Chris Paul, they won't give him the credit for doing his thing. But guess what? Despite them going to the finals and beating the Lakers last year. Niggas is weird out here. But this game was back and forth the entire game, despite Steph not even being a factor in this game. A factor outside of throwing up as many bricks as Boston George, as many bricks as Frank Lucas. But what contributed to Golden State's downfall was uh, a shit ton of turnovers in the fourth quarter. Those fourth quarter turnovers did Golden State in. Golden State had 22 turnovers tonight to Phoenix's 12. And Phoenix had 19 points off of those turnovers. Not going to win the game like that if you can't close the door on them. And Steph did not step up at all through any point of this game. 
The Battle for New York. Brooklyn just edged out the New York Knicks 110 to 112. Man, KD made Julius Randle fall. That was a classic. But he didn't even shoot particularly well. The bright spot of this game was pretty much James Harden. James Harden, I'm going to tell you this. James Harden at the one is dangerous. In Houston, they made him into a Neanderthal ball hog who took 100,000 dribbles per possession. This Brooklyn, this year's James Harden and the Brooklyn James Harden in general is a floor general who gets others involved that take shots. But this here, though, that damn tip dunk that James Harden had, I was like, oh, oh, Kevin McHale version of James Harden is back. Welcome back to the party. Um, Alec Burks, 25 points. Man, Julius Randle, 24-9. Derrick Rose, 16 points, 9 assists in his return. James Harden, 34 points, 10 rebounds, 8 assists. This is what the fuck I'm talking about. I guess that liposuction helped James Harden, huh? First a breast reduction, now liposuction. Now look at you. Alexa, play Kanye West's new body. Kevin Durant, despite having a slow start, still contributed 27 points and 9 assists. Regular day in the office for KD. Cam Thomas, my boys. My boys. 12 points off the bench. Hey, I'm gonna tell I'll tell you what. Cam Thomas might be the next Jamal Crawford. Book that shit. If he continues to stay with Brooklyn, that is. If he goes to a team where he could be the starter, oh man. That nigga's a walking 20-point game. Kay Cunningham had 26 points, seven rebounds. And three blocks today. Where's that bus talk? Damn, Sadiq Bay, one and nine. My God. Jeremy Grant, 414. Jesus. But big Isaiah, though. Four of six from the field. 15 points, 14 rebounds, seven of eight from the line. Nice. Even though the Pistons did get their ass stomped out. Like my man's from uh, Minister Society, 110 to 92, with no Dame, no Nasir Little, and no Norman Powell. Wow, Ben McElmore made a return out of the out of nowhere to drop 17 points. Los Angeles Lakers handled their business against the Kings in a revenge match without. LeBron James and sad news to report that LeBron James has COVID so he's going to miss the next several games my goodness LeBron James can't catch a break first he has this um, abdomen injury that keeps reoccurring off and on now the dude got COVID now some people are citing that he is doing this because The Lakers suck right now 
and he could just run from everything like he normally does. But I mean, anybody can get COVID. You know, that's some shit that you got to take serious. People can die from that shit. I just feel like the um, the Los Angeles Lakers have to be a little bit more consistent. They're 11 and 11. You know, James Worthy called this team lazy and un- uh, and um, unprofessional. And then I saw Robert Ori cutting into him like, yo, when you put together a team full of names, you are expected to meet certain expectations. The good thing is there's still plenty of season left, but I don't think that they're going to win 50 games at all. It would, it would take a miracle. Adele, I think she sold 867000 this week. Whew. That woman knows how to sell some records and to get them nominations, boy. She might sweep the Grammys again. Like, next year, Shorty going Shorty to collect all the goddamn Grammys like Infinity Stones. That shit is a lot. What's some more important basketball shit that I wanted to talk about. But yeah, man, I was surprised about that Golden State game. Man, man, man. Dog. Oh, boy. As if the good news just keeps on getting greater. I heard that Blake Griffin was benched randomly. Like, he is out of the rotation. I wonder why. I have to look up why. Because I just heard this news just come out of nowhere. And allegedly, Blake Griffin reached out to uh, DeAndre Jordan for advice about falling out of the lineup. The fact is, Blake Griffin is washed up and has been for a while. He is nothing more but a has-been. This ginger bitch has done absolutely nothing to contribute to the Brooklyn Nets. LaMarcus Aldridge has come off the bench and had more... 15 to 20 point games than you like yeah you could still dunk but who gives a fuck if you're not putting up any numbers or contributing anything to the team honestly I think the Brooklyn Nets should cut Blake I think his time in the NBA is done I think that he'll he'll I don't know like, um, does he have Hall of Fame numbers? Yeah, he definitely does. Blake Griffin would probably be a Hall of Famer for show. Yeah, these numbers right here, 21 points and 9 rebounds. Yeah. 
Blake Griffin should be a Hall of Famer. You know, you can't take away what he's done in his career, but I can take away what he did for the Detroit Pistons. That's what I can take away. Because that nigga had one good season and then spent the rest of it in the offseason, if you catch my drift. Because every time this nigga would, this nigga, you know, they'll say, but he played with a broken leg. Why would he do that against a team that is clearly overmatched against us? Now, much respect due for playing injured, but that wasn't the smartest decision. And then, you know, he stopped dunking a whole half a season and all that. But as I said, don't get me wrong, though. I still think that if Blake Griffin is traded to Dallas or somebody like that, I think he can prosper. But, I, but you know, I just feel like his time is up. And speaking of time is up, Kimball Walker was taken out of the rotation. Mm-mm-mm. And this is the man that everybody said was better than Kyrie Irving because he was the third option on a Boston Celtics team that went to the conference finals. Meanwhile, Kyrie was the first option on a Boston Celtics team that made it to the second round of the playoffs. Then Kyrie as a second option won an NBA championship. Meanwhile, when Kim Kimba Walker was the first option, he never won. He only won three playoff games. Versus Kyrie, who has won five playoff games. And then when they faced off last year to settle the score, Kyrie smoked them. And the Nets promptly beat the Celtics in five games. Now back to the real shit. You know, but I have to give Kimball Walker some credit for being a professional because most NBA players that have Kimba's game and Kimba's bag would not go for this and would definitely go out there and criticize the coach and the coaching. So I have to give Walker his credit for not spazzing out about being taken out of the lineup, but my man making about 30 plus million this year. But allegedly, Alec Burks was his replacement, and he had a stellar night. And that's crazy. Now let's see what Kimball Walker was doing this season to get benched. This season, you know, was 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 supposed to mark a return to New York and a fresh start for this dude. But he's only averaging 12 points per game, three rebounds, three assists, shooting 42%. 
43% from the field. He was shooting 41% from three, though. That's much better, but however, it's still brick don't kill my vibe. As he is averaging a career low in scoring. Meanwhile, in previous seasons, I mean, even last year, he averaged 19 a game. Yeah, you have to be a little bit disappointed in Kimball Walker. However, don't be surprised if the Los Angeles Lakers pick this dude up if he if he gets cut or traded. Because I do believe that if the Lakers continue struggling, he'll be a part of one of those trade packages. But more than likely, I believe that Russ, AD, and LeBron might remain if they decide to go after Kimball Walker for to be in a six-man role. Wow, that's crazy. Kimba and Blake struggling. I mean, I don't necessarily hate Kimba Lamar, Kim, uh, Kimba Walker, but I was just sick of hearing that bullshit. But Blake Griffin, I I don't I, I don't fuck with dude, no way shape or form. I don't fuck with the dude. All right, that is my show. Um, I appreciate y'all for tuning in. This is King Known Uncensored. Game of the year, and I'm out.